Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Countdown. My name is Ian Farmer, and I appreciate you listening to Keep Flying episode from The Countdown on this Tuesday early evening. It's 12.56 right now over here in Kentucky, so it's just early evening. Not a bad day. Like I said uh, yesterday, still getting into some cold weather here. It's 54 degrees outside, but you know climate change, that's how it goes, you know. Uh, finally, we're going we're gonna to get to talk about the Hornets. And we're going to talk about my struggling Carolina Panthers. I got three take. I got three takeaways from both teams. Uh, let's get into it. Starting out with the Hornets. The Hornets are off to a hot start. The Hornets won their first three, which was against the Pacers, Cavs, and a big win over the Nets. And then we lost to the Celtics in overtime last night. But a very, very well played game by my Hornets, especially without Terry Rozier right now. Uh, my first of three takeaways is Miles Bridges is getting ready to have a breakout season. Miles Bridges has been the best player on the Charlotte Hornets through four games this season. Miles Bridges is averaging 25 points per game and 8.5 rebounds a game. He made some big plays, including a key shot against the Pacers in the final seconds uh, in the season opener, and is continuing to reach the highlight reel with multiple big-time slams including a 360 dunk. And Miles Bridges has been on a tear lately. He has, last year he was around the sixth man on the Hornets. He has now replaced P.J. Washington as the starting small uh, power forward. I think if I had to choose a big three as of right now, because we're only four games through, I would probably say LaMelo, Gordon Hayward, and Terry Rozier. But if we're being honest, Miles Bridges could be the third, second or third best player on this squad as the season progresses. My second takeaway from the Hornets is that LaMelo Ball is going to make the All-Star game. LaMelo Ball is still young. He's not going to take over the league right now. He's not going to take over the league right now. He's still young. Look at someone like Luka Doncic, who hasn't even took over the league yet, and he is a prodigy. However, I think he does, uh, LaMelo does take another step this season. Melo is averaging 23 points and seven assists so far this season. He's once again on the highlight reel, and many fans think he will take the next step. I think after this season, LaMelo um, is going to be looked at as one of the future faces of the league, along with Luka Tatum, who had a great game against us last night, 41 points. Uh, but uh, Luka, Tatum, LaMelo, and maybe Zana if he can stay healthy. I think those are the three to four they're really going to be big. Of course, like Giannis and Jokic, but you get what I'm saying. The young, young uh, stars of the league. My third takeaway is the Hornets' depth. I did not realize that the Charlotte Hornets have as much depth as they really do. With Miles Bridges stepping up as a starter and seeing what the team can do without Terry Rozier, we are seeing more of the bench. Especially Ish Smith, who, with Terry Rozier being out, is LaMelo Ball's backup point guard. Uh, Ish Smith has set them up tremendously. Uh, PJ Washington being on the bench is insane because we saw, I mean, he dropped multiple 40 point games last season. I mean, he is a, he's good. Like he's a borderline, he's a, he's an above borderline starter in the NBA an above borderline starter. And to have him on the bench is just ridiculous. Um, our two rookies, James Knight from UConn and Kai Jones from Texas. We'll get more playing time as the season progresses. We've been in a lot of close ones. We were in a close one with the Cavs for three quarters. The Pacers game was back and forth all game long. 
The Nets one came down to the wire, and the Celtics game went into overtime. So it is um, definitely a lot of close games. But we play Orlando on uh, uh, tomorrow, and if we are able to pull away from Orlando, I think we're going to get to see. A, I think we're going to get to see a lot of James Butnight and Kai Jones. Uh, you know, playing time. Uh, and don't forget, we also have Cody Martin and Jalen McDaniels on the bench. Jalen McDaniels, um, whenever all the Hornets starters went out last season, uh, that little mid-game crisis, um, mid-season crisis where Lamelo got hurt, Gordon got hurt, Terry was out, Devontae was like in like every other game. Uh, we got to see a lot of Jalen McDaniels, and he led. He was the leading scorer in like. Some of those games, like Jalen Daniels has a lot of potential. We've seen what Cody Mark can do as a role player. So my third takeaway is that the Hornets have a lot of depth. Think about when Terry Rozier comes back and Ish Smith is like um, the uh, backup point guard. Because I think when Terry Rozier go back, um, come back, him and Lamelo will kind of uh, be a combo guards together. So I feel like Ish Smith would still technically be the backup for one of those guys. Uh, Ish Smith on the bench, PJ on the bench, James Booknight, who I think has a lot of potential on the bench, Kai Jones, who will more like who is more likely going to be Mason Plumlee's backup uh, on the bench. Uh, it just it's insane, guys. It's insane. Yeah, the Hornets have played great basketball so far, three and one. Uh, it's still early, but the way they played, they look really, really good. Someone, someone, someone I didn't talk about. Uh, Kelly Oubre Jr., who is, I mean, really the three the, the three best players as far as performances goes in the this season so far is Lamelo, Miles Bridges, and Kelly Oubre Jr., who has played tremendous. Uh, I don't know where we where, where we where we would be without Kelly Oubre. So shout out Kelly Oubre Jr. But I'm ahead. I'm ahead over. Um, ah. Three four miles. I'm gonna head over about three four miles to uh, Bank of America Stadium. Let's talk about the Panthers. The Panthers are in trouble. Sam Darnold has struggled ever since Christian McCaffrey got hurt. The defense is still good, but they seem to be a shell of themselves without veteran Shaq Thompson uh, in the game. The off- the offensive line is the major uh, flaw and is a bottom three to five O line in the NFL. Here's my three takeaways from the Panthers. Matt Rule will draft offensive line this season. The offensive line is the is the Panthers' biggest problem, and it's also Sam Darnold's biggest problem. I don't care how much you doubt Sam Darnold. Uh, the the offensive line is his biggest problem uh, as well. The defense has proved to be good, and we uh, the Panthers have weapons. But with a good offensive line, the Panthers' offense would be a lot more productive. Uh, in this year's draft, I think the Panthers need to look at offensive guard Kenyon Green from Texas A and M. Tyler Linderbaum, center from Iowa, or Sean Ryan, offensive tackle from UCLA. Uh, but that's my biggest takeaway is that it, that it is our biggest issue, and I wouldn't uh, be disappointed if Matt Rule drafted three offensive linemen early in the draft this upcoming season. My second takeaway is the Panthers uh, – The Panthers do not need Sam Darnold. I don't care if Sam does start to play good. I don't think he'll ever be better than Deshaun Watson. 
the Panthers need Deshaun Watson. Deshaun is only 26 and is already an MVP caliber QB. There are three groups of Panthers fans right now. The Deshaun Watson fans, the Cam Newton people, and the um, fans that think Sam Darnold should be given some more chances. I could see a trade coming any day, any moment, to be honest. I could see a trade that the Panthers have got Cam Newton or Deshaun Watson or some other quarterback any day now. Well, I think the Panthers, uh, unless it was Cam or Deshaun Watson, I don't think they would want to get anybody else. Because, you know, obviously um, Cam is not necessarily a bad quarterback in most people's eyes right now. And Deshaun Watson is obviously like, we, we would be a playoff team if we got Deshaun Watson. So one of those two guys is really the only option I can see. You have those like 1% of fans who think P.J. Walker needs a chance, but uh, overall, I think the Panthers need Deshaun Watson, and, and they need him right now. My third and final takeaway from the Panthers, the rebuild is still in process. The Panthers are still rebuilding, no question. Going 3-0 and to 3-4 and is something that the Panthers are all, have always been prone to do. Maybe outside of the 2015 uh, Super Bowl season, we've always been prone to do that. It seems like it always happens. It is going to take more work before this franchise is playoff material. And we still have a few seasons ahead before we're going to have a chance to go to the big game. I thank you all for listening today. Uh, a little 10-minute Keep Flying episode. I hope you all enjoyed. I did my three takeaways for the Hornets and the Panthers. Uh, just kind of give you I – th- I thought it was a good way for me to give you all my thoughts on both franchises. Uh, shout out Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, shout out Michael Jordan. Shout out Andy Griffith, but uh, yeah. With all that said, I love you guys. Regular uh, regular episode of the countdown will be coming tomorrow, and I will see you guys then. Peace.